I think I would fight a, a wolf now. before I would <laughs> I would fight a cassowary. Wolf would tear you apart. A cassowary. One wolf? Yeah, one wolf would tear you apart. Maybe not uh, me, but you for sure. You got served, bro. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast, the place where conversation is a foundation for higher thought. I'm Bo, that's Crofton over there, and that's Mike, and we're back debating another topic. How's it going, Crofton? How are you doing today? Hey, good, Bo, you? I'm pretty good. Mike, you're in the house. We're doing a show. Hello. It was like a joint. You were like, Bo, Crofton, same time, can I tell you, lumped together. Can I tell you guys something? I want to tell you how much I, I like you guys, and, and this is this is will either make me look like an amazing friend or a horrible husband. You guys will have to decide. It is my tenth wedding anniversary today. Uh, oh, so number number ten. Oh. So, so I mean, it's a milestone number number ten, uh, and uh, I'm instead of uh, treating my beloved to a, a nice night out, I am doing a podcast with you two. I After 45 you, minutes of dicking around. I, I'm, I've assumed you've rain-checked this for another day. Like, let's celebrate on Saturday or Friday. I, I'll let you assume. Um, it's like, I think it's the case of, like, you know, I, they have their parents of two young children. So, like, 10 years, meet me upstairs in five minutes. She's like, just go do your bloody podcast. I need to get some sleep. You know, that's probably what it was. When you have two... So yeah, you well, value different things. I don't think you're uh, a jerk. I think you're a person that lives a working man and a working person in a working world, raising kids, and that's the reality of things. Is anybody going to mention that I'm on five weeks vacation right now? No, well, you just did. <laughs> I mean, I, know. I, you I mentioned just... it about 18 times on Twitter, including changing your Twitter handle to Crofton on Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out, though, you just called me the working man. See, so I just I, I, know I felt the person who went on five weeks vacation. That's Michael Hodgins, who I didn't see post on a single internet place whatsoever. I'm not on the yeah. Well, I'm not on the internet. Name, you know? But you see, here's the thing: is I didn't even know he was on five weeks vacation until pretty much the last week. So maybe he should have. Enjoying my vacation, whereas you were like all hung up on like everyone must know I have a vacation when I get my Instagram up and show the pictures. You can like contrive these pictures uh, of you having a good time so that everyone thinks you are. I haven't I haven't put up the photos of me having a good time, but I am gonna put up this podcast, although it will probably go up by the time I'm back at work. So No, no these are going up quicker, you guys. I know that we've been late getting these out the door and we I hate it every bit as as you guys do. I want these things to get live to hard drive. Live to hard drive. Anniversary is this day? What day is it today? It's the... uh, uh, My anniversary, Mike. It's, you know, the day of my anniversary. But which one? My wedding anniversary. Were you not... August 8th. You were married on a a weekend? Yeah, it was. But guess what? Weekends aren't always the same date, Michael. But I'm just trying to think because I was also married on a weekend. It was my anniversary of six years last. 
And I was like, is it? Is it a week? It, Makes sense. Seven Mike, days. Mike's, Mike's <laughs> like so dumb. I'm like, uh, how many days are in a week? Mike's cutting out a lot for me, Bo. Is you getting that? No. No? Okay. Just me? Well, I'll live with it. It's um, vacation time. Your computer's on vacation mode. So, so yeah, no, Thank I, uh, for, for, um, for me, my wife and I, obviously you guys know this, but for the listeners, have been together for like pretty much exactly 10 years before we got married. So this is like 20 years. Technically, I've been with my wife longer than I have not been since I've been alive. Like, of the time I've been alive, I've been not with my wife for, I think, what is it, 19 years? And now with my wife for 20 years? So took 10 of those years for you to settle on her. Pretty much, yes. Uh, eight years? Yeah, let's, let's give it two more years to see how it goes. Ah, well, I lived in Montreal, Michael. They don't get married in Montreal. The joie de vivre in Montreal. Um, so with that said, I would like to, if my wife is listening, which she is not, I would like to say uh, happy anniversary, honey. Huh? Happy anniversary, Duke. Congratulations on a long and strong marriage. Did you post it on your Twitter? Maybe that's the best way to get the message to her. No, she's, she doesn't follow me on Twitter. But fa- oh. Facebook... Room. One tweet about his anniversary is one less tweet about how he's on vacation. Good. At uh, that's fair. Now, that's not the only big news I think we have this week, Michael. What is the other stuff? That I'm back at work after... After a vacation? No, that's not big news. God damn it, Hodgins. That was a segue for the new GBB stuff. Oh, it wasn't a segue about my my return, my illustrious return to the office? No. So we're, we've, I feel like we have had a, what do you call it, like hiatus. I feel like it's been summer holidays for a show. We have not been recording recently. Um, and uh, And now we're back and we have, what, a new... A new way we're going to try some new stuff out, right? That's correct. All the thunder. Who wants to? Uh, well, I, 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 yeah, I, I would just say that that uh, I think the idea is that you know we're three guys. We want to get different things out of different conversations, and we've been doing this show for two hundred plus episodes. So I was like, geez, you know, we're not recording as much lately. Maybe there's some stuff we could do to shake things up, make it interesting for us, make it interesting for the listeners. And I'd be curious to hear what the listeners think. You know, like if they like a new approach, they want us to go back to uh, to the way things were. But part of that would be retiring the random topic generator and going at, what is it, uh, green, I guess? Like getting rid of the, the, the gas-guzzling monstrosity. And the instead, uh, while the topic would be random for two of us, the, the host or one of us would be responsible with, for bringing a topic every week, which we would discuss. Now, yes, that may give that person an unfair advantage in terms of being able to research. I think you're grossly overestimating the yeah, amount of preparation like, I'm going to have bringing topics. No, and, and, and same here. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't overestimate anything. In fact, <laughs> I am confident that that is the reason it will be exactly the same. Uh, but at least every week, uh, we will be able to introduce a topic that we know we will be keen to discuss, like we being the person who introduces that topic. So you guys know one out of three, week, three weeks, you will have a topic, a meaty topic that's 
of suits your interest. You, uh, of course, will have to be the ambassador of said topic. <laughs> it's funny because as you're as you're giving this spiel, I'm thinking about the topic I'm potentially going to propose today, and I'm like, I don't know if I care about this topic at all, but I think it will be interesting to discuss. So well, I the- think one of the things that you left out and is the yep. why, and the the why that I feel like it's important to explain is that we come up we come up with the random topics, folks. It's not an. We don't. What? (laughs) They're randomly selected from a list we decide. From a massive list. From a massive list. But the problem is that sometimes it's like years later, and I personally, I have no interest. I might, I might have been me that suggested the topic, and then years later, I'm like, it's irrelevant. I don't care. I don't want to talk about. it. Think it's stupid. So I just think it's It's better to talk about stuff that that's relevant to us today. That's all. And. And it makes it, yeah, definitely by each of us bringing a topic, the, the the idea being the other two don't know about it beforehand. We don't discuss it beforehand. That person brings their topic, and the other two are unable to argue them out of it. Which you know, like the that topic is now on the board. It a card laid is a card played, so to speak. Because there's plenty so, of arguing about what went in and what didn't go into the list. Vetting, right. vetting it won't mean anything calling. to a listener. It means everything to us because I was like, "No, we can't." What did I p- propose one time? You guys really hate. It. I want to put um, that rich guy, rich Canadian guy, in the list. <laughs> oh, one dude. Oh yeah, what was the, the uh, guy from the Kevin Shark O'Leary? Tank? Yeah, yeah Kevin I'm like, let's put Kevin O'Leary in it. You're like, no. Can you say a person yeah. is bullshit? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, maybe you can now. I've, All right, <laughs> yeah, well, if you want to bring up Kevin O'Leary, I feel like his star has faded. Eight, uh, for uh, sure. Joseph Stalin, good, bad, or bullshit? Joseph Stalin. <laughs> I feel like if you say anything but bad, <laughs> probably you've not, you don't know anything about well, Stalin. Well, it's a review show, and we others may have reviewed <laughs> Joseph Stalin, but we haven't. And, uh, and I would say though that because uh, I know that Monica has indicated here in the Twitch chat that she she has come up with some topics and I we may still be getting uh, topics that come into the good bad or bullshit uh, mailbox goodbadbull at gmail dot com um, and uh, and and I yeah, feel be, yeah. I feel that like you know we are going to cons- look at that and consult that but in, if a listener has brought a topic then all the better. That takes precedence, yeah. you know, over all three of us, and then we can all equally be, you know, uh, n- navigating like, that topic. We're gonna veto like things like diarrhea, though. Just be forewarned. <clears throat> well, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. If somebody is but does trolling someone gonna, us, say that's good. Who's gonna say that's good? You can review anything. I get. I guess so. There might well, be a diarrhea fanatic who would just be like, yes. Please put it in an ice cream cone and give it to me. What's What's also kind of funny about this, which makes it different than a random topic, is that is that I had the one I have in mind. I'm like, I I think you guys are almost going to feel like I'm trolling you, but but I think it's going to be a good topic. Might not sure. be, but that's the thing. Now and I have I have I know what it is, right? So I'm gonna and that'll be good for the listeners. They will be like, oh, it's a Mike show this week, or it's a Bo show this week, or oh, it's uh, a Crofted show this week. I don't think know? our listeners are gonna like it either. But <laughs> that, what does that have to do with anything? We never used that as criteria before. All right, so <laughs> so now that you're welcome. well, uh, so then uh, if we're not gonna, we should still use a random topic. Jen. I mean, it's traditional. Well, to make this sound, but it doesn't even work. The last few episodes, there was no sound. Remember, Bo? 
it was a I remember. problem. The random copy <laughs> generator worked fine. My a what recording, My recording software did not. However, it should be fixed today. Let's let's stretch its legs. Chat room, I need your help. Tell me if you hear this. Suck on these croissants, Biage. <laughs> and it's like lag of if, typing. If they hear it, I don't. Earth females are too fragile. You hear that? Okay, this is a great live experiment here. Why don't... Oh, here's a classic. Smoke Watch 2015. Is this talk radio? What, what is it? It's a podcast? podcast. It's whatever we want it to be. Whatever. It's the same thing. So do you want to uh, bring forth your topic, Michael? I will. Are we ready? Has Bo decided that he's finished yeah. Um, yeah. sound testing? So uh, do you have a sound? Is there a sound? I don't have a music. Should I find music? Maybe no, we should whatever. get a music for like we should uh, we should make a new sound for the the reveal of the topic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we should do it. Kind of a nice ritual, and I didn't really think ahead. Um, no, we didn't. And you know, I will be sad to lose that random topic generator because not to to spoil that sound, but it was a very special machine that that sound originated from. I remember made it in my backyard many a year ago. Yeah, uh, well, no, I don't know how we're gonna sound. It's just a bird delivering the topic. Why don't we use that? Whatever. I can't hear any of your sounds anyway, so you're just just tell me when to say the topic. Yeah, here comes the bird. I'll take your word for it. All right, guys, are you ready? Yeah. Are you set? Yeah. Okay. I actually have more anticipation than I normally do. I think the word you're looking for is anxiety. Uh, Okay, the topic today is the exciting one of bird watching. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think that's a troll. For you guys? I was I'm curious. I, I am the most curious. fascinating part of bird watching is that I know that there are bird watching podcasters out there and when oh, doing yes. research on how to upload things and what kind of topics appear in iTunes under what categories, I'm still quite shocked to find that there are very popular bird watching podcasts that I'm pretty sure are quite I would be envious of their success. I guess would the, be the way to put that. People are people are into bird watching. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, though, because I would think that the overlap between, like, podcast listeners who – and this is a prejudice against bird watchers uh, – would be, like, more tech savvy and more, you know, into new media as opposed to bird watching, which I generally associate with, I guess, the older generation. You'd, you'd think that there wouldn't be a ton of overlap there. But. Like kind of with, like, khaki cargo pants over your belly button sort of fashion well, style? Okay, full disclosure, my mom is a not a huge bird watcher. Like she doesn't Your mom's go a birder. I didn't know that. Well, she doesn't yeah, go birders. Birders. She doesn't go on on those trips or whatever like in with the list or whatever the heck that they do, but she's she has like my whole my whole life uh being really big on like attracting birds to our house and like, you know, feeding the birds and then she had like she has like four books where she'll always uh, pull out and be like, oh, that's a red winged blackbird or whatever. And then, and then, uh, for my entire childhood, I thought cardinals were rare birds. Uh, They're just because, nice birds. <laughs> because my mom would be like, oh, I think we have a cardinal in the backyard. Oh, it's the male and the female. And, and I'd be like, okay, that's great. So I thought they were super rare, but I've got like two cardinals in my backyard 
in, in, in the middle of the city. And it turns out like they're not uncommon birds. It's just that like for mom, it was like, oh, I know all the birds that live around our house. And I did not know any cardinals lived around I think here. It's, you know? No, that wasn't. I think it's just because like there are rare birds and then there are like nice birds. Birds that when you look at them, you're like, wow, look at that bird. Like, And a cardinal is for sure one of them. It's a bright, full red beautiful bird you see you're like look at the cardinal so then you'll see some incidentally i will also disclose you said your mom was a birder my wife andrea also a birder oh really uh, and worked in the birding field believe it or not (laughs) like out in a field with birds yes she did work in a field with birds i think she was doing bird research which makes you a like a where she would like um she would catch and tag birds for some university researcher somewhere here in Canada and then huh. do that for a few months. And, and um, I think in this particular pl- part of, I think it's Lake Ontario where there's a strip of land that goes really far South and birds will hang out there before they really start their migration. And then she went to like Jamaica and caught the same birds again because they were trying to figure out, they banned them and they, Oh, here's one we caught up there. They're trying to, you know, track this. So she did that for, I think a couple of years and is it is a birder just just because she likes birding so yeah there's disclosure there too so that's it that's interesting like i that is really in the the bird field you've got it in the family One yeah thing well I, I, what i was gonna say was that she often she there's there's a term an acronym that birders use which is what is it l i think lbj she's like oh it's an lbj which means Little brown job, I guess what birders say. A little because it's a bird that's little and brown, and you don't really know what it is. LBJ Lyndon Johnson. That's yeah. L Lyndon. no, he, it was, no, it is LBJ. Is it right? B? Yeah, no, it's. I'm pretty it sure was, I read an article about Lyndon Johnson this week, and LBJ was the acronym. Well, anyways, think, birders don't give a shit about. I think it's been on. He might be bird anyway, but but so uh, all what I was gonna say was that LBJ. So people say you might find. There's all these birds that are little brown birds that look like nothing, right? And you're like, oh, it's an LBJ. But but if you could identify that little brown nothing-looking bird, it might be like some rare bird, right? And you're like, oh, a rare bird. But you see a cardinal, and it looks nice. And this is tickling Bo's fancy. Uh, Crofton could be getting an LBJ right now on his anniversary. <laughs> but he's recording this podcast. <laughs> but he's here with us instead. I had to get my brother, my brother has these. Uh, like he manages the bungee jump site in Wakefield, and he has like those. Everyone, everybody loves a a BJ. I think is the shirt, which is uh you know bungee BJ jump. being bungee jump. Well, I could I could put L on front in the front of it now, and it could sell it to birders. Birder. You know? Actually, <laughs> I bet you birders would buy that. <laughs> like all the, you know the difference between a birder and a normal person because a birder would be like. Yeah, yeah. The normal person would be like, Lyndon Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) See, one thing I find interesting about this right off is there's been so many, like, like, okay, there's been so many nuances to the discussion that reflect uh, what I I see in video game culture. Because, like, Pokemon were designed – based on uh, insect collection, I think it was. Uh, and bird bird collection, the same sort of deal. When we were talking about the Cardinals and Mike was saying, oh, you know, there's a difference between like, you know, rare birds. And then he said like 
and good looking birds. I thought I in my mind thought he was gonna say like and legendaries, you know, like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like Pretty much. he's, he's uh, like a a, car, a a cardinal. A cardinal is uh would be like a blue card, you know, like it's not it's not super great, but it's better than a common like a sparrow or a chickadee, you know. There is an um, element of Pokemon Go to bird watching, isn't there? There absolutely is, and I I've, I thought about this exact thing, and part of what tweaked this in my head as a as a topic. There's these kids in my neighborhood who are still playing Pokemon Go, um, and there's a couple like what do you call them? Those little Pokemon stops near. Well, they're everywhere, right? Poke stops. Uh, and and then it, it definitely occurred to me that I was like, this is the same thing. Yet birding really seems to be of a, to a certain demographic. It's like it seems to be largely older people and outdoorsy folk. Uh, but I was kind of like, what's really the difference between something like Pokemon Go? I mean, I, I guess you make your Pokemon fight each other and you can't take make the, your... Take the video gamification out of it. Like, the core task is a collection. And you can snap Only... a photo of something and that photo could be in the collection of things you've observed in a pamphlet. D- or in your phone, even you could just make a you know binder all the cool birds that I've observed in my photos, or just that you've seen them. Like it's not like it's like for example, I've gotten slightly into birding since being with oh, Andrea. Oh, and uh, like uh, Crofton's mom, uh, we, we get the bird feeder in her backyard, particularly during migration season. You know, you get mm-hmm. the bird seed out there, and then you, and then you might get. A different bird or a bird that you're not used to seeing because it's in migratory phase and you're like you're like oh oh the warblers are back and then you might see a whole bunch of different warblers and it really strikes me as similar to the pokemon thing where whereas like like you one you haven't usually seen is at the poke stop and you're like oh my god here's the th-. but i, I just I feel like the poke stop <laughs> it really is the same thing and i'm just like why like I, i'm curious why it doesn't have that I guess because there's no structure around it, like bird watching. Like you have to just go out and look for the birds, and then like write down the ones you have, or have like little, like I have a little booklet that I got at the bird store when buying bird seed, where it just has like all the birds that you might see in this area where we live, and you check them off, you know. And it's yeah. funny because there's like hundreds, and I've checked off like a couple dozen, probably all all common. Even when ones I see, I'm like, oh my god. What is that bird? I looked it up in the in the bird book, and it was something called like a Blackburnian warbler. It has this like fiery Such orange a bird red name. <laughs> yeah, but it has like this fiery orange red, like orangey yellow head, and it's a really amazing looking bird. And I never seen one before. It's like, oh my god, it must be rare. And I look it up; it's common, of course. And that's that's that was my with all birds that I've seen. But it's like, rare oh. to you. It was rare to me, and I was very. And it's one of those things that I've noticed with um, bird watching is it. Is that if you don't ever think about birds, which I did not think about for, let's say, 37 <laughs> years, <laughs> and then in the give last... Give or take. Give or take. And then the last two to three years, I have thought about birds since Andrea has been like, hey, look at the birds. Then all of a sudden you start to be like, you start to be like, oh yeah, I see these birds everywhere. Sparrows, you know, red-winged blackbirds, cardinals, even cropping, as you're aware. And then occasionally you see them and you're like, oh, that bird's different. What's up with that bird? I don't know it. And, and and when you start to pay attention, you realize like there's that when you see them, it is like like when you're playing Hearthstone, Bo, and you crack open a new deck and there's and there's a legendary drop in there, and you're like, oh, it, it's the same thing. It really it really scratches the same itch. I think. 
I mean, yeah. Well, I, you don't think video, so? No. Well, video games are science to give you certain itches. The fact is, if a bird's not around, a bird's not around. There's no. But look, company. when you're playing Diablo 3 for 80 hours and you're looking for like some stupid piece, like some piece of extremely rare item to uh-huh. complete your armor set, that is not happening every day, right? You, you have to put in the time to get no, that. No, you, you gotta. If you put in 80 hours, you're. Depending on the torment level, I can probably farm the tor- like torment level. <laughs> it's just like bird watching. The torment Dep- level. Depending is very on high. the torment level, like on torment ten, I think I can scoop up about in an hour thirty or forty legendaries. You, the analogies. You haven't played Diablo enough to experience the true game of Diablo. <laughs> uh, you, if you just for the for any gamers listening, I've tried to get my these two people to play Diablo three with me. And they can't I played make it Diablo past, 3 with like, you lots of time. Two of a normal playthrough. They don't realize there's a whole game once you finish it, and it's fun. But it's fine. They don't have to like it. I just like that the analogy just doesn't work at all. <laughs> uh, but I well, get but what you're saying. What you're saying is that rare things are not actually rare no, in video games. It's just they're designed. They're designed to balance between giving you that hit, you know, of accomplishment, whereas nature's Fre- like frequently. Nature, frequent hits. yeah, yeah. Nature's just like I don't know if there's no animals here there's no animals here. like you better go find them you know what i mean like it's not the don't same. you think that's more satisfying though like when you see no, something that's not the conversation we're having i'm just saying that well well that, we should that, get back to it there's no animal part. kingdom isn't a, isn't a gaming company designed to give you those hits no, However, no it's not designed for the it. hit is real which is yes. i think the point you're making when you yes. do find that legendary bird you ha- have um your brain fills with chemicals and you're like <gasps> I've seen what's a rare bird. Well, I'll give you an example of a bird the that's... The warbler of Nova Scotia. I will give you an example of... So last year, I went to this cottage, one year, almost one year ago, hey, with, the, with the family, uh, in somewhere kind of near Kingston town, here in Canada, Get, in cottage in country. Gan? What? In Gan? What's Gan? It's Gananoque, but locals. No, nah, it was Gan. more like Frontenac area. Okay. <laughs> like, um, shit. Take out your that? Google Maps. What's that, what's that place Frontenac. where the beaches? Near the where the beaches are. It's not. It wasn't Pictum. on Lake Ontario. Pictum. No, it's not then. It was more like. Bye bye, half our listeners. Yeah, whatever. They were all gone. They want to learn about rural. The province of Ontario is a rich, beautiful country. Lake Country, Ontario, filled with wonderful townships. So. So I was at this this uh, this cottage, and Andrew bought her binoculars, and I was like, you know, looking for birds because I was kind of this was within the time frame of been thinking about birds. Mm-hmm. And my other experience with birds is I go to the the nature museum here in Ottawa all the time with my kid. And Crofting, yeah. you're very familiar with this museum as well. And you in the bird exhibit, there's a bunch of dead stuffed birds, right? And I've seen a lot of them, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know that one, know that one. And there's one that's super bright colored, like this. It makes a cardinal look like a dull red, and it's called a scarlet tanager. It's like this almost like fluorescent red scarlet bird. Scarlet what? A scarlet tanager. I've never seen one in my entire life, and I was like, and and I in the never museum, heard those letters put together. That sounds just like a Google legendary it, and you'll bird. say like. Yeah, well, if you Google it and you look at it, you'll be like, oh, my God, that thing lives around here. It's a beautiful bird. You're like, that's no LBJ. That's a royal town no. bomb. What's you call it? It's like <laughs> the, it was the best. It's the best looking bird in the museum collection, I think, in terms of like, okay. whoa, look at the color on that thing. All right. Did you look at a picture of it, Bo? No, no, I, I haven't. I'm, I'm conversating okay. with you. What's it called? The royal so anyways, I've never seen one of these things before. And I was like, man, royal one day I'd like tenager? to see one of those. Anyways, 
I was at the cottage. I had looked for birds. I think I'd seen a few, you know, blue jays and run-of-the-mill things. A lot of LBJs, if you will. And then I was sitting on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of me, no other than a scarlet tanager lands on a branch in front of my face. And I literally, like... I, keep in mind, this is like I'm getting this ultra rare Pokemon catch at the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. I like got on my chair and I said, "Andrea, a Scarlet Tanager!" <laughs> I was so excited. And then she got, she came and she was like, "Where?" And I was like, "Where?" And then we saw it. We looked at the Scarlet Tanager, and then it flew away. And I have never seen that was whatever a year ago. I've never I seen did. one in my entire life. I've not seen one since, and I don't know if I'll ever see one again. And, and I, I like, just turned to her in the field and I said, "Make love to me right now. My <laughs> life can never, my life can never get better. And, this uh, is it. It's all downhill from here." And I was going around telling all the uh, extended family, I was like, oh, "I just saw Scarlet Tanager," and they're like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> Nobody else cared, uh, but it, but it was it was exciting because like once you start paying attention and you realize there's all these birds that are really cool and you never have noticed them in your whole life. And then, and then when you see one, it really is like, wow, I just saw something I've never seen before. And with birds, there's so many of them. And they're all around. You know, you can see, like, like, if you just keep your eyes open, you'll be surprised by the things yeah. that you might see. I got, I got a bunch of thoughts I've been trying to write okay, down yeah, here yeah. while you guys have been talking. But uh, when, on the video gamification, I do think that, um, I, I do think that, like, as we get into this world of augmented reality and stuff, that, um, that like your phone or whatever your cameras will soon be able to detect the bird the type like they'll know what they're looking at and that's when when like they will auto classify things in Zelda Breath of the Wild the latest Zelda it's a huge open world and there's tons of junk like tons of stuff tons of be it birds animals bugs anything and you can take photos of everyone and then as soon as you take a photo of it because it's a video game it will put it into your compendium and give you a nice information sheet all about it and all this sort of stuff but you have to take an active photo of it for it to be in the compendium right so there's tons of people going around like taking photos of whatever their their stuff and it, it going in there but that's video gamey like you can take a photo and it automatically sorts and does all but that that, yeah, it's, it's possible to have a book and it and do does all exist the- though that because i mean i know that that specific app the what you're exactly talking about yeah for sure exists for bugs because i saw an ad for it somewhere and it was like you can just it'll detect a the bug. bug if you if you take your camera and look at the bug and take a picture then it will detect the bug and it'll say it's this bug I don't know if it collects it in a companion, but I was like, this is super cool. And I'm sure, I don't know how it would work. It's literally hard to take a photo with your phone of a bird, probably because they're usually like, you know, far away on a tree or something like that. Yeah, but I'm no, sure it's, it's true. I'm sure something similar must exist. If the bug one exists, I'd be shocked if there wasn't a bird one. So the other thing I was going to say is uh, for me, like it is, I found it really interesting what you were saying about how you weren't into birds and then all of a sudden you were. And so all of a sudden you see this dimension of the world that, that had been in your face since you were a kid, but you had never really paid attention to before. And I, I do find that fascinating because it's true. Aside from the very common birds, the seagulls and chicken. <laughs> it's froze out. Classic Crofton. Oh, can you hear me still? Yeah, you're back now. Yeah, uh, you can hear you can hear the um, the, the like woodpeckers or whatever, and you're like, okay, I, I know I know what those birds are, but I generally like a special bird for me. All those little birds, those are garbage birds to me. Like when when for me, it's like a, 
when when it's a a bigger bird, then it's a it's a more important bird. Like, like you want to so, see a peleated woodpecker. Oh man, that'd be the best woodpecker. But I'm talking even bigger. I'm talking like a great blue heron. You know, yeah, but you they're see? all over the place. You see, them? yeah, I but see they're them. they're beautiful. They're epic birds. Yeah. So wait, it, did, it, did Crofton just say that he likes bigger peckers and not the smaller ones? <laughs> the pileated ones, bro. The pileated ones. Uh, but like, and, and the other thing, leaning into that, what I'd say is what you take for granted in your country or whatever is different yeah. than what other people take for granted in their country. And never did this resonate more strongly than when I was in Australia. So I mean, <laughs> I'm in Sydney and there's these giant birds all over the downtown environment like they're they're called ibises or something and they've got these like giant uh honker peckers like really long and they're going around and they're picking through the garbage and stuff but they look kind of a bit like flamingos and they're they're huge um and they're all over the place and i'm like oh my god and i'm running around taking pictures of them right because like I mean, they look really exotic. <laughs> and they you're look, taking pictures you know, of like the seagulls or whatever. Yeah, no, literally, it's like somebody running around taking pictures of seagulls. People are looking at me like I'm a complete Fruit Loop. You know, I'm like, hey, check it out, Jesse. Check out all these birds. I'm like, but <laughs> uh, but th- but they're super super common there, yeah. and 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 it's just funny because it's like it's all about the. The, the yes the rarity like if they're rare to you which these birds were to me yeah. i've never seen them before well, by the end of my trip in australia i was like i couldn't give a shit about ibises anymore right <laughs> it's fine i have a similar kind of story on the counter to that i was recently on a little camping trip in algonquin park it's a great park here in ontario to go on a like canoe camping trip and a lot of people from you know europe or whatever might go there and we were canoeing around there's a lot of people around and we passed this bend and there was like, I don't know, a, a, like a European family or something. And they were like, um, they seemed kind of excited about something. And they were like, they were like, oh, there is a, a Canada goose over there. <laughs> and I was like, Canada goose. I like literally in this city, you bike down the bike path and you almost like drive over. Fuck those geese. <laughs> they don't even <laughs> move out of the way. They're like huge and they get in front of huge. your bike. And There's babies everywhere and they were excited. I guess because there was baby Canada geese. I'm like, they're literally like like a scourge yes. on the city of Ottawa. Mm. Like everywhere. I'm like, Canada goose. It's like, who cares about the Canada goose? But I do recognize them when I see them, and somebody's like, "Oh, a Canada goose." I can understand why they would think that goose is special. Like, why it's like, "Oh, it's like if you don't have it, it's a big goose." Like, it's not like a, yeah, it's notable. It's not like a little like you're into these little birds. Like your what was no, that? But not, not just Croft. Let me tell you a couple Scarlet of birds. Scarlet Tanager. Like Scarlet Tanager is a very nice bird. If you saw one, you'd like it. But well, if you right want to see one. I put a picture up on the live stream in the fourth panel we have here. Uh, I don't know if you can see that, Mike, but Crofton certainly can. He's been watching himself this whole time. He's been watching. Um, well, uh, so Crofton, in the you must you you you're probably into herons, is what you're saying. You like a big bird, oh, uh, and uh, like a like a blue heron. The bigger, the better. <laughs> what, what? I missed. I missed something here. No, I, I just saw laughing. the bird on Twitch. <laughs> Did you like it? I, I just uh, yeah, it's a good. Is it nice? I mean, it's beautiful. It looks legendary. Like if I yeah, opened that, if I opened that in a pack of Hearthstone cards, I'd be like, "Whoa, legendary!" Yeah. <laughs> exactly, it is yeah. a legendary bird. But there's a couple like around. So I live by this river, and we've been often. I'll have to take you on a little bird tour sometime around here because uh, you're like a big bird. 
and uh, and there's a lot of blue herons around. No. no. Sorry, but, go on. But, but then uh, the, recently, since I lived here, I've noticed these other birds here. Two other herons that I've never seen before, or never noticed, I should say. A green heron, which is kind of cool, and huh? a night a night heron, which is quite a neat bird. They're they're quite big, smaller than a blue heron. But I was like, I again never noticed these birds. I was like, wow, a night heron, that's cool. I went back and like looked in the Maybe book. Maybe I've like, seen one. I just didn't common. know. Yeah, l- last year I saw also a great egret. Which it looks like a white blue heron, like it's oh, big. Oh my! My mom is huge into egrets. That's oh, one she of likes the egrets. <laughs> yeah, because <'cause... laughs> my mom is huge into egrets. <laughs> you go, she goes to Mexico every year, right? And part of the deal is that like her house overlooks this sort of like rainforesty river, and uh, and I'm like, Jesus, mom, are those alligators down there? And she's like, Oh yes, but look at the egrets. And I'm like, Yeah. I don't give a shit. There's alligators down there, but uh, but she's like all about all about the birds, and some of them are like you know pinkish hue, and some of them just yeah. all different types of egrets. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. but it, there's a lot of them. But people will plant like see for me, it's it's if you if you're bird watching or into something like that, um, I would imagine the next level of it is that you you're reading up and researching birds from places that you don't even live. And then you're planning trips to go to those places to see those birds. Because like, for me, it's like when I go to a place that's, that's exotic in some way, well, everything's exotic. The animals are exotic. The birds are exotic. The temperature, the, the architecture, everything is different to me. And it's part of the whole traveling experience. But like, for a bird watcher, I would if I was a bird watcher and I was traveling, I would want to know that what I'm looking at is a a value or special in some way. Like, like if it's just the common birds of that area, then I would feel like. I mean, have I'd, you guys? Uh, you know what? Uh, have you guys heard or seen them? Heard of or seen the movie? Uh, I think it's called the The Big Year. No, but I've heard of it. Like it's, I've heard of, It's good. Yeah. It's worth watching with Jack uh Jack, Jack Black. Black and Steve Martin, what? is it? No, what's the other guy? Uh the blonde haired guy with the kind of Owen Wilson nose. Yeah, Owen Wilson. You it's, know what, you he know what he's famous for? The evil birder. Wow. 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 That's his thing to say that? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, that's a good that's a good movie wow. in that it's a comedy. Steve, Mar- Steve Martin was in it. Was he? He's he's the third one. It's Jack Black, Steve Martin, and Owen oh, Wilson. Well, wow. in all to say, I think you guys would enjoy that movie. It's actually quite fun to watch and gives a good over. Because when I watched that movie, that was probably at the beginning of my like, oh, birds, eh? And then I watched that movie and I was like, very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, Bo was just like, I just like, you know, the way you phrase it, like, birds, oh, birds eh? Oh, yeah. Like, you just woke up one morning, like, Birds. That's, that's how it feels when I when I look when I look back on my life thinking about birds. I'm like, right, yeah, there's birds around. <laughs> like, interesting. Hey, but guys, yeah, it's birds. a it's a good movie. Wow. But I guess so. Is it like now, you guys? So I am vaguely interested in birds now. I, when I go out for hike or walk around, I look for the birds. I look around, see if I see anything different or not. Try to be like, what's different about it? But you guys not into birding. No, does but, this? I'm um, Bo in particular. I'm interested. I'm, Crofton, I'm like, impressed me. that we've made it this far without getting to verdicts. I'll be honest with you. Okay, because what? Like, well, uh, about what a do minute you think? in, you don't I, when like... I said like all I really knew about bird watching was what was on offer in the Apple Podcast Store, and that's pretty much all I've contributed, except for dumb jokes. But like, I'm impressed at how penises. much. I'm impressed, like in a positive way, that <laughs> that, that, that. But. 
not only does Crofton have like great contributions with his mom that involves his life, is a pleasant surprise, but that you are a bird, a fledgling birder. What do they call fledgling? Well, birders? he's <laughs> see, that's a, a, a hatchy, a hatched. <laughs> no, a it should be a fledgling. That is but he's fledgling. that's that's the new model. The new model. But I'm Mike vaguely is bring, interested in he's, bird watching. He's bringing in the topic, and and there. This is well. This is my about. point. It's really relevant, and I'm loving it. I learned what a well. You say that, but at the today. but at the same time, you were like, I don't like this topic, and I'm not contributing anything. But I want to know what do you like when you hear this concept going out of your house. Now yeah, you're someone who likes collecting well, rare, you, you, but but I mean, it's when you like to collect rare artifacts in Diablo three. Uh, you you enjoy this? You enjoy that aspect of video games? You know, getting the stuff. He likes he likes buying clothes in video games, but he yes. doesn't like buying clothes in real life. Well, Whoa. right, but so I don't does like the clothes I, in video games. Yeah, you like <laughs> all the cosmetics, dude. You're all about the cosmetics. I can buy skins. It's not clothes. That's different. <laughs> I'm not collecting them. So, do you? Uh, does this idea appeal to you? Like, if you were like to go no. for a walk, look at birds, and you saw what if you saw one like a scarlet tanager came and perched in front of your head? I'll tell you why. And it's it's. I'm just not that into animals. I think is the ultimate thing. Like, I've got nothing <laughs> against them, but I'm just not that interested in against. them. Like I'm not you like I, you are some one. people. Some people kind of hate animals, right? Like some people are uncomfortable around certain types of animals, and they just don't like them. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just not. I just didn't wake up and go birds. I'll wake up and go Starcraft too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. It's not a. It's not a. Call, politi- politi- call me when the birds can deliver dopamine right to my okay. head. Okay. okay. Well, just... the first thing I think of is most birds are pests. But that's because I only see the shit ones, the LBJs, probably. Well, it's true. I had this robin in my old house that was like busting his head against my my. He saw his reflection in the window, and he just kept busting his head against what are it. They and get... In our in our huh? building too, there one of the big topics of conversation is that sometimes the turkey vultures will land on the windowsill and bang. Oh, they're like, cool. <laughs> I'll have sex right on the windowsill in the office. At, or, uh, oh, I thought you meant like bang <laughs> on the window. No, no, no. They'll just you know they'll be they'll be trying to mate. <laughs> well, I think, that, I think with birds but that only take like that's one a second. different kind of bird watching. If you know what I'm saying. Hey guys, uh, if you want to see some hot bird action up on 14, they're uh, they're going at it. Bam, bam, turkey, turkey vultures. vultures. <laughs> <laughs> the the. Mike, like I so, think that it, this is one of those things where I would like to like bird watching or be interested <laughs> yeah. in it and all that, but I just don't. I don't. I have the patience or the the, the level of interest, um, and it. But I, I think highly of it. Like when you see all these people that are going out hunting animals or hunting rare exotic birds or 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 different things and mounting them and and all of that, and then you compare that to people going around taking photos and and um, and just wanting to experience them in the wild. Like I have difficulty thinking anything uh, negative about bird watching. The only thing is that I say you know not for me seems a bit boring. Whatever. For but me I, personally, but I like guess that, the question to you is: as gamers, would either of you play Pokemon Go? Uh, I t- I tried it at launch. Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't for, wasn't no, really for me. Because no, uh, like I actually am curious about that as a counter because like I see these like again like I said I have these neighbor kids and they're really into the Pokemon Go. They're out there all the time, and and the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, this is almost indistinguishable for 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 me. 
than bird watching. Like, and I will give credit to the Pokemon Go because it's like you know it's active gameplay, right? Gets you out, gets you out of your house. It's fun, you know. But I'm like, I guess the whole you can't make the birds fight each other. No, but Pokemon Go at launch, you couldn't make your guys like, fight each other see, either. I, I'm um, not going to speak for Pokemon players because I'm not one. But I feel but like that game wouldn't appeal to you either. I feel like collecting, collect, the act of collecting is what it is is a key mechanic and engagement for those types of players, and that is not that is not my nerd stripe. I am you. You're the one no. who like hundred percented Final Fantasy Seven. That's not collecting. That's, that's not collecting. That's completionist. What? Oh, whatever. It, That'd it, be the it, same it, thing. It, it, Watch no, 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 no. We don't want to devolve into this. You've got the wrong. It's going to be an hour with Crofton getting it right. Just drop it. It's not the same thing. Well, I mean, well, because... all, all to say, like, that that movie, A Big Year, that's what it's about, seeing all the birds in North America. It's like yeah. it's like you got a big game. You're not just collecting. Yeah. You're not just getting your thing. You want to see them all. And it's right, like, but that's be, that's be, but it's a game. The reason you're in that game, you're choosing to play that game, is to do collecting, right? Like that. It's a collections game. It's like a scab. It's the same with me. I'm not collecting. It's not my nerd stripe. It was when I was a child, and this is not to in any way insult anyone. It's just that I was really into collecting as a kid. Like, sure. uh, and my brother Dev is is even more so like and he was like you know we go to the beach he'd want to collect all the shells like all the shells on the beach oh i got different things he would he would like like even down to like berries and picking berries and stuff i know it's not exactly the same thing but it's like it's a similar like i want to oh i want to find them all and find all the good ones and and this collecting feathers collecting all of that stuff um in scouts in, or in cubs rather i had like a, a collector's there was a collector's badge you could get i think i got it for macarons uh what they are what, i don't even know if they exist anymore what are they called like buttons they're essentially like like you know bugs. the no you know the metal oh, the metal like, buttons like yeah you with, pin with, them on. with the pin yeah, and yeah, stuff they okay. were really popular when i was a kid but seemed to not exist anymore or at least i don't see them anyway um they i got my badge for that but then at a certain point, I just – I lost interest uh, in collecting. And, like, even I'll play video games like uh, like Mario Odyssey. You'll have different stars you can get in a world, and one of them will always be, like, collect something, something. And I'm like, oh, God, I'll either leave that one for last or not do it altogether. But that said, there's a lot of people that that's their jam. That's what they want. Oh, a collecting one, I'm in, right? And I can yeah. see it already in my daughter, like – She's really big into scavenger hunts. Mike, the scavenger hunt at your at your party, you saw how much the kids were into it. It was Ivan's birthday party, and and, and they're really into it because they're really into collecting. And I think that even though I'm not – that's not necessarily my nerd stripe, it wouldn't take – if you force me to participate in something like a scavenger hunt or something where I'm checking stuff off a list, as it would get going, I'm sure I would get into it because everybody does because it's a natural inclination. So I totally understand where the love of bird watching comes from. But to get into the game, I, I don't have that interest or drive, and I can't see it like unless – Unless, like, like you, it was through your wife and stuff. And if there was somebody I really cared about that was like, oh, you should really, this is something we could do together. Well, I, it's that interesting because that might be enough. It's not like, because I would say, like, I am a pretty passive bird watcher. It's more like, because it still will we'll go, so, like, for a canoe ride. And Andrew will be like, oh, want to bring your binoculars? And I'll be like, meh, 
I'll look through yours if uh, if we see something interesting. And oftentimes she'll be like, she'll be looking at some bird. And she's like, oh, that's a, I don't know, some bird. She's like, you want to look? And I'll be like, yeah, I can see it good enough from the tree. You know, like I'm not that into it, but I am into it enough when it's like, you know, to take notice. Like I'm very passive about it, but it's more like it's this whole thing that I just like didn't realize was there. And it's like a lot of people are really into it. And, and it's just like, it's extensive in the sense there's thousands thousands of birds just wherever like of different species and varieties that you might not even be aware of but anyways, and the, the one funny thing that i have with this bird because now that i'm always trying to spot a bird i think i see a different bird and i'll always say to andrea like oh, what's that over there and she'll be like it's a crow it's all it's always like i always when i think i see something different it's always like some super common bird <laughs> it's always robin crow or seagull and it's like because it'll be far enough away i'm like look at that i'm like maybe it's a some variety of hawk and she's like no it's a seagull and i'm like okay so i'm not like i'm not good at it <laughs> uh, but yeah but we've had to, i've had some good warbler sightings i must say oh no i, I give you full credit for anyways I, I don't want to drag this out longer than needs be but yeah. so are we still going to do the verdicts being that uh, oh yeah absolutely yeah, but, all right so do the verdicts should i bring in but the, the what what oh. the one thing just before the verdicts i would say is i in particular and I'll own this, have often harped on the idea of the, you got to be able to say a topic is good, bad or bullshit for it to be a good topic. So if somebody brings in something that is just like, you know, you know, war crimes and you're like, (laughs) uh, how am I going to say that that's good? You know, it's well, that, that worked in the past, but I think for, each of us, like if we want to bring in a topic and we know that everybody's going to say it's good or everybody that's going to say it's bad, that's on us. If it leads to good conversation or whatever, I'm all for it. Well, I mean, like I don't want out what I think Bo's topic will be or verdict will be, but I imagine something like bird watching, like like he was talking about the torment level in Diablo three. I feel like for him, making him go on a bird watching excursion would be like setting torment level to twenty. Like I, I just imagine <laughs> Bo will be like. This is such a waste of my that. time. Like he would not be into it. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's going to take the, the approach is a, of like is a positive word in Diablo. So <laughs> right, yeah, the plains of agony. The hey, higher the want... torment level, the better the drop, Mike. I it should be I like should, seeing I should, a warbler. I call up some Saturday morning. Hey, hey, Bo, I'm just running out to the old plains of agony with my uh, my binoculars. See if we can catch a rare sighting of a scarlet tanager. <laughs> torment, torment level, level twenty. 20. <laughs> He's gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm there. All right. So yeah, let's uh, let's do it. All right, we're gonna bring in the farm animals. And if this is your first time here, what are we bringing in farm animals most for? It's because they help us declare that it's verdict time. Because <laughs> Bo doesn't like animals. Shh, uncomfortable. Quiet, of course. I said murder in the court. Murder in the court. Who wants to go first? Yes, Kirby. I think Bo should go first, actually. All right, easy. Uh, bird watching's good. I, oh, you know, uh, live and let live. If if watching animals is your thing, animals are beautiful. I think it's a beautiful thing. If you want to go and watch some animals and tick it off a collection list and see all, you know, it's always nice seeing a new animal. Period. Let alone birds. I can't find a single reason to think this is a bad thing. So, it's good. So, well, simple. Boring, but yeah, good for you, boring. Bo. I thought you were going to say waste of time. But boring, like, yeah, not for me. <laughs> boring. But, but good. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I find this topic interesting because to me it is something that is uh, so benign in terms of like like maybe there's some environmental impacts from bird watchers that go to places that that trample on wildlife or that it leads to tourism in certain areas but I really just see it as is like a positive thing and I sort of think it's romanticized bird watching in a, a little bit maybe because my mom's always been doing it and I associate it uh, a bit with my parents my it, she got my dad into it and so it, it just seems like really like soft quiet tranquil inoffensive all things that I I think are very very positive um and it, it's just, you know, there's no, there isn't that gateway drug to bringing me in or making me want to do it. But at the same point, I can appreciate people who do. And I think that if you do like doing it, then it's a great hobby. It gets you outdoors, exercise, um, you know, uh, it enables travel, all of that sort of stuff. So with all that said, I got nothing to, to think of bird watching other than, than good. 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 And and uh, and boring. And boring. But, but, <laughs> also, I forgot to I forgot to do a sound for me too. So hang on. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys see the good in bird watching. I also I also see the good in bird watching. Three goods. Oh my. Three goods. And uh, and I mean, you know, I would go. You guys, good but boring. But I I think this it like it is one of those things that's kind of like right in front of your face. You never think about it. When I was a kid. My dad had a bird feeder up front. I'd be like, oh, blue jay. It looks nice. It's blue. Occasionally, you'd get some kind of like somewhat different. A grouse beak. Whenever we saw a grouse, I'd be like, oh, a grouse beak. You don't see those every day. Uh, but but now that I've taken I've taken notice, it's just like opened up this whole thing. And and I'll give you one short story about about the goodness in this. Oh, I went for a hike in the, in the spring. So spring and fall, that's migration season. You get all these different birds going around. And uh and Andrea was like, "Bring your binoculars. We're going for a, for, for a little hike." And then we we came into into up in the Gatineau Park near where we live, and there was this kind of little, like I don't know, hollow, or if you were American, you'd say the holler, like the hollow between two hills. There was a stream, kind of a little bit of a swampy area up on the mountain, and then it went off. I can side. just picture it. The trees, the the wind. It's the, it's protected from the wind. You know, the leaves are just starting to come out on the trees and you're in a dense hardwood forest, beautiful surrounding. And then, and then Andrea starts looking at these birds and then, and I, I took my binoculars out and then I realized like there's birds all around me. And then I started looking at the binoculars and I was like, ah, American red start spotted yellow warbler, black birdian warbler. And it was just like, I was just knocking them off. And then, and then as I'm doing this, a pileated woodpecker, <laughs> which is like a big honking, Woodpecker, biggest pecker of them all, man. Biggest one perches on a tree, and it's just like da 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 da. And I was just like, I'm in Xanadu, <laughs> watching <laughs> paradise. <laughs> it was I mean, just they, like they must make activity books for that kind of thing, right? They like, do. And you like check them out, and it was like there was for sure birds I had never seen before, and some that I was like, I need, I need to remember the things I saw. But I was like, I saw like in that like probably seven birds that I never see. Or hardly see, and a couple that I had never seen, and and a few that Andrew saw that I didn't even see, and it was really just like, I, I was really fun and exciting, you know. But so, it's like if you were just if you were just going for a hike and didn't think about the birds, you wouldn't even notice. You'd be like, oh yeah, those birds. But yeah, it's good. 
Okay, I, I think I can kind of see the point because it's, if it's kind of like hidden Easter eggy a little bit, you know, then it's like it is. That's really it, I, right in I, front of your face, sort of. I, I just I have this premonition, this feeling you're gonna there's there's a trip in your future, and it's gonna involve no. Seeing, I will like, never do a bird watching. I really, trip. I really have to see this one bird in Guatemala. So we're we're going. Definitely not, but I will say that when I do go traveling now, I'm like, oh, what birds might I see? When I was out on the, when I was on Vancouver Island, I saw like a red-headed woodpecker that you don't see out here, and a couple other interesting birds that I hadn't seen. So yeah, you're more like you go, you go for a little hike up there. And you're Are like, you interested you know, in taking photographs of them? I, it occurred to me that that would be a fun thing to get into, but then you got to lug around a big, you know, a you big. Can't use uh, your cell phone. No, nah, like really, it's like when you yeah, see these birds, they're too far, and, you're like, huh? and they flit around. They're fast. Most of these birds, you see the bird, you get one good sighting where you can even just get it in your binoculars for like a couple seconds to be like, oh, he had like color around his eyes, and his tail had yellow dots on it, or something like that. Like I've started to know what to look for. Look at the wings. Look at the tail. Look at this, uh, their eyes, and then you might have different things that you go back to when you're looking in the book. You know, hmm. not just be like, oh, it's an LBJ. You might be like, "Oh, I had a red hat on." I like how <laughs> I like I like All how right. LBJ is like the 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 like dismissive terminology of the bird watching world. It's like calling somebody a noob or something like you're like oh he all he sees is lbj's all day man he's like nothing the video game equivalent is is a term called vendor trash (laughs) you'll get like a hundred items from doing a thing and one of them is worth keeping the rest is stuff you sell to the they're all lbj's buddy it's vendor (laughs) trash I wonder. Part uh, of me right. would be interested in some of the other termin- bird watching terminology to I'm use sure, it. Really, I'm like, sure there's tons. There's got to be ways to insult people with bird stuff. All right. Well, I if mean, you want to find ways to insult people? I yes. Don't email us. But if you want to send us anything else, do it. That was a ham-handed segue, but it's got to be done, Crofton. You're out of control. Uh, send us an email at goodbadbull at gmail dot com. Tell us what you think about bird watching. Uh, if you are listening to this show but don't know how to subscribe to it, you can go to our website, goodbadbull.com. There's links to subscribe to the show there. Uh, what's next? Oh, yeah. We want to say thank you to our wonderful patrons, the people who support Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Thank you very much. If you're interested in supporting us, you can go to patreon.com slash goodbadbull. And uh, finally, we're going to give out our social media things because I'm trying to prove a point and do this really quick today. My social media shit is at Bo Schwartz. Crofton's is at? Uh, you can reach me on the social media platforms of your choice, mostly Twitter, at Crofton Steers. And Mike's not on social media, so where can they not find you if they want to holler? You can find me in the holler uh, looking for an American Red Star. All right. Well, that's where you can find Mike. All right. With that out of the way. We may continue our end of show banter. Okay, wait, I got <laughs> it's it's I wanna do quick Crofton. Favorite bird. Let's let's go round table. Favorite bird? Favorite bird. I like how Bo is like, I hate Hang this on. already. I made it's wah, great making more comfortable. Wah, wah, no no wah. favorite bird. Doesn't have to be rare, special. Just what bird do you like the best? Um the one that runs away from Wiley Coyote. Uh, a real bird, Roadrunner. Me, me. Yeah, a Roadrunner is a bird, but not. It doesn't live around here. 
like, like did it have to? If it no, was no, from just a, one you like around it. here would be the cardinal based on that story yeah, I told earlier sweet. about my mom. But if it was like all around, I'd probably say the cassowary from uh, oh, exotic. From, from Australia, uh, because just. Uh, you know, we were looking for a cassowary for a really long time when we were backpacking in Australia. We ended up seeing one uh, in two places: yeah, one on like Magnetic a Island, and one in a Steve Irwin R.I.P.'s Zoo, uh, the Crocodile Hunter. And uh, Shout out is it a, is it is it a beautiful bird? And uh, yeah, it's really beautiful, but also super scary. Like it's an ostrich. Oh, like, okay. It's like huh. being like an ostrich. Yeah, and so uh, it's yeah. Like I said, I like the big birds, you know, big peckers. But so that's what you're going with the cassowary, not the. Well, I would say like I don't have a strong emotional attachment (laughs) to any bird in particular, but I would say that that's probably like it's the one. If you put it in front of me right now, I'd be like, oh shit, what's it doing in my house? (laughs) Like a big bird with presents. All right, Bo. I'm I'm just curious to hear Bo's. I don't have a favorite bird. Come on, Bo. I mean, you see a bird. I, I like calling like seagulls shithawks and Quebec chickens. So funny, the seag- so the seagull then. <laughs> it also eats almost as much cigarettes as you do. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, no, no, I don't know. I don't have a favorite bird. I'm sorry. Then, it's, it's... then you're going with seagull. Okay, both seagull. Um, and and you guys want to hear my favorite? bird? Yeah. What's your favorite you bird? Know, you know what? I take it back. I take it back. My favorite oh, no. bird is the kiwi. The kiwi bird. Yeah, isn't that a dead bird? I'm thinking of the dodo bird. Is you know, I like bird? a lot of penguins too. I gotta say, I need to I think about this more. Are those birds? I'm like, you yeah, gave up flight penguins. Are birds? Okay. Yeah, just a bird. I never really thought about it. They don't really. Look what like do you birds. think they are? Are they fish? <laughs> no, they're freaks from the north. I like a lot the of the New Zealand birds. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not in the north. They're, they're, they live they're, in Antarctica. They're polar weird things. I just think some things defy classification. Are they ge- birdie genius? Genus or? Okay, so <laughs> you guys want to hear my favorite bird or not? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Keep yeah. Going. Uh, okay. I think I think that my favorite bird is the, the I mentioned it before the Blackburnian warbler. Blackburnian. Was you guys that should Google it. Blackburnian that, warbler. Is that the one that's on Twitch now? Uh, no, that was the Scarlet Tanager. The Blackburnian warbler, I think, was the first bird that I was like, oh, what is that bird? I never saw it before. And I had to look it up, and it looked really cool. <laughs> so so it, it tweaked my... Did you look it up? Yeah, yeah, I looked it up. How's it it's look? Just fun. It looks like a sparrow with an orange face. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Man, basically... But, but uh I, looked I looked it up i mean it kind of looks like, like the royal tenenbaum but with different colors a little it bit it looks nothing like this <laughs> i like how you're like i got wings it seems to fly so i, I mean it's something. a very pretty pattern that it has i put it up for our viewers now i i also uh i also find it's uh it's funny because there's a a reference link to a website called birdzilla.com. 
and then I have gone on to Birdzilla, and now I'm clicking on random birds. So good job, yeah. Hodgins. There, now you're going to get into it. All of a sudden, you there's got to be a video gamification app for bird watching. I feel like there must be. There sure there probably is, but I bet you there's one that's going to break big soon. I also feel this is something, <laughs> and this is no offense. <laughs> there's there's no Investors, offense to Mike. Listen up, <laughs> meant here, but like I feel that that hipsters are going to get really into bird watching sometime soon. Like if it hasn't, if it hasn't happened yet, I feel like it will. It just feels like one of those things that is right. You know, the hipsters ruin everything, right? That's right. Oh, speaking of hipsters, they ruined music, then coffee. Now going to be birds and the show, Bo. Yeah, I think it's time. Dude, it's a scary fucking bird. I'm just saying. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.